Alright y'all, what's good, what's good, it's your boy Jalen, we back at another episode of the 2412 pod What's good y'all, it's your boy Keetwan, aka Master, man, yeah we missed y'all man from this little hiatus But y'all, as as you know, we always got a lot in store for y'all, with us missing a lot of time We gotta talk to you about the Super Bowl, the trade deadline for the NBA I got a whole bunch of stuff to share with y'all for the MVP segment man, so let's get into it y'all Yes, sir. But first, y'all already know what to do. Go ahead and give us a follow on all our social media platforms. IG, Twitter, TikTok, uh, at the 2412 pod. And go ahead and stream us on all streaming platforms and give us a um, nice like and uh, rating up there, if you will. Also, we will be having a Facebook page coming to you soon. All right, Jason, what we, we going to start them off with, man? It's the Super Bowl, man. So that was... What we were talking about before we uh, went on our little hiatus. Oh, yeah. We got to get started with the Super Bowl, bro. Like, we were saying, it feel like the Super Bowl was played a whole month ago, but it's only been, like, two weeks. For real. For real, the RIP to the NFL season, though. I miss you. For real, man. Sunday, Sunday is just not the same without football. It isn't, man. This, this, first, this first Sunday without football was tough, boy. I didn't know what to do, like. I ain't have nothing to look forward to, man. Like Carrie Underwood said, we waited all day for Sunday night. I couldn't even hear that. I was I was hurt. For real, for real. But, hey, we got to give a congrats to the Los Angeles Rams, man, winning this year's Super Bowl with a final score of 23-20 to 20 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Matthew Stafford finally got him a ring. He um, was 26-40, throwing three touchdowns, two interceptions, and 283 yards. Cooper Cup. Eight receptions from 92 yards, two touchdowns, doing Cooper Cup things. OBJ, man, is on uh, Super Bowl debut. Uh, Sad he tore his ACL, but before he did that, he was able to get a touchdown reception in the game. Aaron Donald was doing his thing, getting two sacks. Von Miller also was playing like prime Von Miller out there, two sacks also. On the Bengals side, Joey B. Joe Burrow, 22 of 33, passing 263 yards and a touchdown. Joe Mixon, 15 carries, 72 yards and a passing touchdown. T. Higgins, four receptions, 100 yards, two touchdowns. And Jamar Chase, five receptions for 89 yards, man. Uh, what's your thoughts on that Super Bowl, young Messi? Man, first off, shout out to the Avengers, man. Them California girls. Shout out Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg. But for real, though, it was a great game. I mean, I, I guess it went how we expected. I guess we didn't really know. But... Odell getting the ring finally with his injury in the uh, first half, was it? Or Yeah, it was the first half. Yeah, I believe it was before the first half ended towards ACL again. That was tough. I didn't even want to watch the game after that happened because I was like, man, it, it, t- it took the life out of the game once he got hurt. Uh, the Bengals coming out of the half, striking first, T. Higgins getting away with that. That uh, face <laughs> mask, uh, offensive pass interference on Jalen Ramsey, man. The momentum switched back and forth, but it this is how we knew it was gonna go. Once the fourth quarter came, we knew them dogs was gonna come and they 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 came and got they got Joe Burrow on his ass and the game was over with. And so yeah, shout out to them Avengers, man, because if they didn't win, it was gonna be a lot of slander on their name for a while. But yeah, shout out to them for getting that ring, McVeigh, Vaughn, Aaron, OBJ, Matt. I think Jalen. I think I said Jalen, but uh, yeah, and the Bengals too for getting there. Y'all, Joey B, Jamar, y'all will be back soon. Oh yeah, man! Shout out to the Rams, like I said. Also, shout out to the Bengals for making it this far. 
Um, both these franchises showed this year that there's two different ways you can go about putting a championship team together in the NFL. You can go the Rams way. Basically, you know, buying the team, getting a lot of good vets go in, in. go all in, trade on your first round picks and just pushing all your chips to the table. If them, if them picks. Yeah. Let's, let's need if them picks. <laughs> Hey, which I ain't mad at that philosophy, man. Shoot, it's, it's all about winning in NFL, man. It's better to get proven talent than to get, you know, potentially what else and draft picks. So the round show, you can win that way. Then you also got the Bengals side, man, more of a, a very slow rebuild, finding that franchise quarterback, you know, first round of the NFL draft, getting guys, good good young receivers like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, getting a bell cow running back like um Joe Mixon, and then, Missing in a lot of solid, underrated vets on defense, man, like DJ Reader and um, Henderson. He used to play with the Saints. Uh, the only thing the Bengals got to fix, of course, is that O-line. Uh, Joe Burrow was sacked 19 times yeah. in the playoffs, man, which is an NFL record. So it was just amazing that the Bengals, you know, was able to get away to the Super Bowl like that. But they will be back. I think this offseason, if you're a good O-lineman in the free agent market, the Bengals definitely got to be one of the first teams on your list. Please go to Cincy because I'm not trying to have – Another Andrew Luck moment with Joe Burrow. I'm not. I'm not trying to have that. I'm. I'm not trying to have that. So please, if you if you're an offensive lineman, free agency, please go to Cincy. Definitely, there's a lot of good free agent offensive linemen out there this offseason too, like Brandon Sheriff and Teron Armstead. Man, it's, it's a lot of good guys out there. So definitely go to Cincy. It, it, look, the Chiefs can be, rebuild their O line this season. Anybody can. Facts, facts. Outside of the old line, is there anything else you think the Bengals might need to potentially improve on? Uh, their linebacking core is average. I mean, actually, I don't except the old line. They don't really need to get better at too many other positions. I just want maybe if they need have elite players at the linebacking position. Because I mean, Logan Wilson, I believe that's his name. He he was everywhere in the Super Bowl. Like Jermaine, all of them was everywhere, but. Besides the O-line, I don't really think they need to get exponentially better at each position. I just feel like they have to wait on guys to develop, especially since the the secondary is somewhat young mixed in with some veterans back there. Facts, I agree. Just re-sign JC Bates, of course, and just keep growing as a team. Bring spend all your resources, money, draft picks, whatever. Just building that O-line for Joe Burrow, man. That's all you got to do. The only spot on the O-line they're probably good at is left tackle. I think John Williams is his name. He's pretty solid there, but they got four of the O-line spots they definitely need to improve on. That division they ain't not going to get easy, easy well, too. Lamar Jackson going to be back next year also. I see. Whatever happens with Cleveland, if they keep Baker, release him. I mean, just, just with Lamar Jackson alone, it's not going to be hard, but we're going to see what the Steelers do with their QB situation. And what the Browns do with their QB situation and Jarvis Landry wanting out basically. So we'll see how that goes. Facts. The Bengals definitely should be favorites in that division, but it's just like the AFC and all, like overall, all the great young quarterbacks I feel like in the AFC right now. Yeah, almost every single, yeah, really almost every single one of them, maybe except Kyler. That's I think that's like the only one, yeah. maybe. Because you got Mahomes, Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, that's really about it. Young Herb, Lamar, Burrow. Lamar. The NFC got all the aging quarterbacks, really like um, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. I mean, Tom Brady retired now. Matt so Ryan. Matt Ryan. So the AFC is really where it's at with the quarterbacks right now. Matt Stafford. So, I mean, because... Cause Jimmy G about to be probably gone from that 
well, yeah, that whole division. So it's really just gonna be Kyler, Trey Lance. I mean, Russ might get James if you, if you hit. Yeah, oh, man, we don't know. We 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 could yeah. talk about that another time, but we could, we we gonna see what what happens with the, with those QB QB situations. All right. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, is a, a question, man, that's being put out there on social media platforms since the Super Bowl. Is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Matt Stafford. He was once the coldest average nigga in the league to me. So he's now in in the elite category. <laughs> But I don't, I don't think so. Like, I mean, you, like you gotta have all pros, you gotta have Pro Bowls, you gotta win. I mean, he's this is really his only true winning season for real, for real. So it's just like if he get in there, Julian Edelman better get in there. I swear, I swear to God, Julian Edelman better get in there. But in my opinion, I don't really think Matt Stafford is a Hall of Famer. I might get some flack for that, but you know. I agree. I, I don't what think he's a Hall of Famer man? either, especially how football Hall of Fame has traditionally been. He just doesn't have but the they accolades. Let anybody in there now? But they let anybody in there. They gonna put so they gonna put Philip Rivers in there because he got the accolades. But then there's gonna be some people that say Matt Stafford need to get in there because he's gonna be like top ten in like passing yards and all these other categories, and he got a ring. So it's just like you just put anybody in there now because, I mean, in my opinion, Phillip Rivers is trash. He shouldn't be in there either. At all, no. But he's going in there regardless. So yeah, they're going to end up probably putting Matt Stafford in there. But in my opinion, now nah, he should not be in there right now. Yeah, that's the thing, man, with how they vote. If you put guys like Rivers and Eli in there, you got to put Stafford in. If you didn't put Phillip Rivers and Eli exactly. in, Stafford wouldn't be in. But they Because they're, cause they're not even really – because if you think about it, they're not even really better than Stafford when you think about it. Talent-wise, no. Not at, like so. It's just like they 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 caught some breaks where Stafford really didn't get to ca- get to catch too many breaks. My my bad for kind of talking over you, but my, I don't. That's just they just letting anybody in, so he'll probably end up in there. So all I know is Julian Edmund better end up in there too. The way they open the door right now, because Stafford on um, Pro Football Reference, he only has one Pro Bowl. He got a Super Bowl, of course, and he was the 2011 AP Comeback Player of the Year. No but outside pro. of that. He really doesn't have any accolades. Like, he ain't got no All-Pros. Nope. Like, only one Pro Bowl. You know how easy it is for quarterbacks yeah, that, to make the Pro Bowl? He only has one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so easy. And the, I mean, in his division, I mean, I mean, because it could have been because his team was trash. Because, I mean, it's only been him and Aaron Rodgers in that division, really. Like, I mean, Jay Cutler, too. But, I mean, what if Jay, what if Jay Cutler got some Pro Bowls over him? That would be kind of crazy. No, let me see. <laughs> I gotta look that yeah, up. Wait. Yeah, I say yeah, let, let's let's look that up because if Jay Cutler got some Pro Bowls over Matt Stafford, and they actually tied. Jay Cutler has one Pro Bowl also. Oh well, so they tied with both one Pro Bowl apiece. He ain't going in there. So well, but it that's because both of them, well, both of their teams was trash. But the thing, I think it's kind of an At asterisk too the- around like Stafford's his yards all the time, just because. Those Detroit years, it was a lot of empty stats because they was getting blown out a lot. So he had yeah, to throw the ball. Yeah, it's just like being yeah he being down. You got to throw it. So it's just like, but a lot of people not gonna look at it like that. Like we already know he's talented. It's just he wasn't winning, and I don't like how people just like to take winning out of the equation nowadays when they're talking about Hall of Fame and goats and stuff like that. Which I understand that winning isn't everything, but when you're playing a sport, that's your main goal is to win. Exactly. And he just wasn't doing that until this year. So 
No, he is not a Hall of Famer. That's my boy, though. He might, he might can sneak in there if he play a little bit longer. But you know, yeah. he all beat up. But we gonna see if if he can, for instance, if he can make another Pro Bowl and get another Super Bowl before he retired, then I reconsider. But as of right now, I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame or should be in there. Not at all. Not at all, my boy. But yeah, we got to put a poll. I'm gonna put a poll on on Twitter about that too on the on the 2412 Twitter page to see what people got to think should Matt Stafford be in the Hall of Fame or not. I know a couple of people that think he should be in there. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of people out here like that. Cause people get caught up by just empty stats nowadays and just caught up in the moment, prisoners in the moment. And and just like people were saying, like, people need to stop saying that Joe Burrow is the best young quarterback in the league and he's the like closest thing to Tom Brady. Like they telling everybody else to chill out on that being prisoner on the moment. But when it comes to Matt Stafford being a Hall of Famer, oh, we had to we had to accept that. Like we, it's like we got to accept it. Exactly. Like no, it's more of a legit argument that Joe Burrow is the best young quarterback out right now. I mean, him and Mahomes. I mean, they are. Joe Burrow just had a Super Bowl appearance in his second year, so he kind of is on the top right now. And, be, and beat Mahomes, yeah, like. with a bad O line. How many quarterbacks in his position could have got to the Super Bowl? How many? That's that's what I'm saying. How many how many in his position have a bad O line like and do that? It's, I don't think it's too many. Like not many, maybe Mahomes, but that's about it. And, uh, and before we go on to to the to the hardwood, man, I just want to see if you had anything to say about people saying. I don't know if we are. Did we already talk about like how everybody was thinking saying Joe Burrow was real cocky and stuff like that? Oh no, we ain't talked about that. I think I think. But yeah, I just I just didn't like how people were saying like he he's too cocky and brash and arrogant, saying like basically that's how Cam Newton was acting and he's just getting away with it because he's white. I mean, he's a first of all, he's actually he's actually been winning, you feel me? I mean, besides the first year, you feel me, but I just I just didn't get it. I don't like how people are trying to bash him for being him. And I I don't like the Cam comparisons. Like they're two completely different people. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that at all. Like, if he was, like, that arrogant, I mean, I would definitely be like, yeah, but I don't see it. It's just him being him. He always been like this. He was like this at LSU. I think he's just a confident person. He's not That's cocky. That's what I'm saying. This is, this is nothing new. He's And it's not like he's out there with it. I mean, like, people were saying he was asking about the chain or whatever, about if he if he, if those are fake, he was like, I have too much money to have uh, fake diamonds or whatever. So it's just like... You getting mad at him for asking a question? To be honest, it was a dumbass question because it's just like, why would he? Is that why would he have fake diamonds? But if we have talked a bit, talked about this already, forget it. But yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't appreciate the. the I not have, I have not been appreciating the Joe Burrow slander. Yeah, at all, man. Joey, be keep doing your thing, man. He backing the talk up, so just let him be, man. Just let him be. But we'll get back more to the NFL offseason stuff on the next episode. Right now, we got to move to the hardwood, though, man, because a ton of stuff has happened in the association since we last came on. And we got to start with the NBA trade down. I recap, man. So many big moves. Yeah, Shams and Wolves was out here just bombing, bombing niggas' phones, man. It didn't make sense. It, this this might have been would like might have been the best trade deadline in a minute because usually you know it's not too really too not too many big moves right yeah and like within the week coming up to the deadline or actually deadline day far as the amount of quality players that got moved i think this is the biggest one in recent memory there was a lot of quality players getting moved not just scrubs like legit starters and all-stars 
But we got to start with with the biggest trade of the deadline, of course, with Philadelphia getting James Harden and Paul Millsap, and Brooklyn getting Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two future first round picks. Man, man, this trade was wild. It was like a lot of writing on the wall the weeks before this trade might Seen go it down. Coming. But shoot, just seeing it go down like the blockbuster like this in the middle of the season, man. Like I'm excited to see both these teams in action, though. Yeah, man. But the question is, who you think won the trade? Man, I think I think short term, Philly won it, but we talking long term. Yeah, I long, think Brooklyn. Yeah, long term, yeah. But I think I think both teams made out great. Yeah. It it had to be done on both sides. I think both teams did it, made out great. I think it's gonna be a trade where both teams gonna be happy, most likely with the end results of it. Yeah, I was say we we thinking the same thing. Short term, Philly got a win now. Cause you know, hardest getting older, you know, the hamstrings been messing with him. Embiid, you never know with him, even though he is the MVP of the league right now. But long term, you got a young Ben Simmons and a KD that we don't see any sign of him slowing down. Kyrie, which you know he barely been playing the past couple years, and he about to be able to play home games. So it's just like it's look, it's looking pretty scary right now on on both sides of the spectrum. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I'm and people sleeping, people laughing at Ben Simmons. I know he he isn't a shooter, but Brooklyn got so much better defensively, and their depth has gotten way much better. They they got that big man, Andre German, that, that was missing. Seth Curry, an added shooter. Ben Simmons on defense. KD is an underrated defender. You got Drummond on defense now, so their defense has improved a ton. I'm just saying, like you, li- they literally surrounded him with a team full of shooters now. Like yeah, KD, Kyrie, Joe, still got Joe Harris. He ain't even been playing. Right. I think he been hurt. Patty Mills, Seth Curry, still got Patty Mills. Like. Is is Marcus Aldridge? They got real. shooters everywhere. They still got Aldridge, Blake Griffin, um, like, Cam Thomas. He been hooping. I, that's what I'm saying, Cam, bro. Dayron still gonna Dayron, be there. So yep. it's just like they just picked up Dragons too. They got mad there. Oh yeah, my boy Dragon. <laughs> yeah, well, they picked up my boy Dragon, man. I, I was I was I was like, yeah, my boy Dragon got a job again. But I was messing with that too, though. Shout out my boy Goran Dragic, man. Yeah, and now Kyrie going to be, you know, playing out the ball as like a shooting guard, which is more of what he is. I mean, Ben Simmons going to be setting him up, that pick and roll. They're going to be running with Ben and uh, the big man, Drummond, and Aldridge, the pick and pop. Like, Brooklyn just some more diverse now, offense and defense, in my opinion. So I love the move from there. Like, rebounding, because you remember, they didn't really have no actual bigs, so now they about to have the rebounding, the defense, the size that they needed. So it's just like, they really won all across the board, but they both sides both sides won. No team really lost the trade. Right, because James Harden and Embiid. They, they both got players that want to be where they're at and actually oh, yeah. want to play where they're at. So James Harden and Embiid, man, they might be the best duo in the league right now. If James come, which he, you know how James be. He claimed he had a shape and stuff playing lazy, but when he get traded to that new team, he just, you know, get back right again. That's probably what's gonna happen with Philly. And he can be the best duo, but everybody knowing Draymond come back, him and Steph really is the best two man game in the <laughs> league. But you know, <laughs> you already know what it is, man. I'm interested to see though, like who who you think has a better chance this year again to the finals, Philly or, or Brooklyn? Man, that. With Kyrie being able to possibly being able to play home games now, I'ma have to I'ma have to go with Brooklyn. Like Ben Simmons talking about he he ready to play now. Like 
it, it, I'm gonna I'm have to go with Brooklyn, man, just because KD gonna come back. And you already know how he come back off injuries, like nothing happened. So gotta go with gotta go with the Nets, man. I'm agree with you on that one too. A lot of people gonna say Philly because you know the flashy names were harder than the B, but Brooklyn. With that revamp depth and KD, I mean, not KD, but Kyrie potentially being able to play home games now. I definitely like Brooklyn better. The East is just crazy stacked right now with Brooklyn, Philly, Miami, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. There's so many teams. The Celtics tough. being the hottest team in the East right now. Yep. The Celtics, yo, Philly. Like, it's, it's so many teams right now. There's going to be a lot of good series in the Eastern Conference. The East is basically how the West used to be this year. The East is definitely. Was supposed to be. Yeah. Really how it's supposed to be. Yep. The East is definitely more Because if we want too many injuries, oh, yeah, the, the East is top. Low-key top, topped about maybe eight or nine. I'm going to say team because like, the, really, the Hawks really and Hornets are nine and That's ten. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to say, and the Hawks are getting, like, the Hawks are ramping it up. So it's just like, it's really almost, almost top to bottom going crazy right now. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, we definitely gonna keep our eyes on on that move on the next coming weeks. On um, the second trade that uh, happened, we're gonna get to uh, the Wizards, man. Traded uh, with Dallas. Porzingis went to Washington. Also, a second round pick. Dallas got Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans, man. Porzingis in DC. They came out of nowhere though. Yeah, that was kind of weird. And they sent the Wizards a second round pick. Like that's kind of that's kind of wild. But I mean, I kind I even though Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie have been trashed this year, it's more help for Luca when he doesn't have to score all the time. Because I mean, he got Bertans and Kleber now, two shooting big men. Dinwiddie another ball handler with Jalen Brunson. So it's just like I, even though they've been trash, I look at it as more help. So I was happy about it, even though it was like you traded Porzingis. Like it, the trade didn't really make sense, but I guess it gives him more help. I, yeah. I guess. But I mean, we're trade, being real. The trade man. was weird. It was weird, but we're being real. Porzingis was a, a huge disappointment in Dallas. For sure, I was I was hurt about that. I thought my boy was gonna be Dirt Two Point out that joint with Luca. <laughs> right, he he never developed into that consistent second option that Luca needed. Uh, so I, I'm very disappointed. So I understand why Dallas want to get rid of him. I heard he really didn't get along to get in the locker room and all this stuff either. So I definitely like it with Dallas, man. Luka been going crazy lately too. Now he has more space to you know, maneuver around and more shooters to um, kick it out too. So I definitely like it with Dallas. Hopefully they can land Luka that second start in the offseason, man. He desperately needed. Hopefully. I feel like it could happen soon because I really wanted them with uh, with another trade later. I really wanted them to go after Buddy Hill for real because uh, Indiana was potentially talking about not buying him out but trading him too. Right, so hopefully they can potentially get Buddy Hill in the offseason. And for Washington, Washington is just Washington. It's probably a desperation move to help keep Bradley Bill there thinking they're going to have a big duo with Bill and, and Porzingis which is not going to work oh no if you could have a big duo with Westbrook and Bill what? I don't even know why I don't even that's what I'm saying I don't know what this was supposed to do like are you just getting off money like contracts like I don't yeah I think that's I don't know. that's what it was I think Bertans and Dinwiddie's contract weren't like an issue you're longer than Porzingis so I think that's what they was trying to do all right, moving on, though. Boston made two moves uh, to add some more depth. Finally got a, a true point guard. First move, they got Derrick White, seeing Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and a couple uh, draft picks to the Spurs. Then they brought back Daniel Tice and sent Dennis Schroeder 
in his freedom and Bruno Fernando to Houston, man. So Boston definitely improved a debt right here and got a, a true point guard. I like I like those moves for him a whole lot. I wouldn't say it's, he's going to be their true point guard. They just needed another wing defender. That They really just needed a guard, wing defender, and that's what Derrick White is going to do, do for you. He can score. He can he can facilitate if you want him to, but I mean, with Marcus Smart being the point guard, all you really just need him to do is to help Marcus defend on the other end. Because, I mean, Jalen and Jason getting better at that every day, and they're going to score too. So I'm really, I'm really hype about the Celtics, man. With with that trade, getting ties back, somebody that knows their knows his role already in the offense. So they are the hottest team in the East right now. I think they I think they're on like a six or seven game win streak. They was on a six or seven game win streak before All Star. They were then they had a bad loss to the Pistons like the day before the All Star break. But before that, I think they was on like a seven game winning streak. Makes sense. It's the Celtics, but you know, shout out my boy Smile. You know him and his Celtics. He want, he wanted people to start talking about the Celtics. So nigga, here you go. Right, y'all got our attention, man. So let's see, y'all can keep it up down the stretch. All right, moving on, man. Sacramento, Indiana had another big deal. This kind of came out of nowhere. Like Sabonis went to the this Kings. This was wild, super wild. Sabonis went to the Kings along with Justin and then, Holiday. And the Kings traded. The Kings traded Tyrese Halliburton. Right, along with Buddy Hill, which Tristan was crazy. Thompson. Like. <laughs> which for Indy, I love the move because they was about to start selling tickets for a dollar. Yeah, Andy, this was great for them. I mean, they got a, a definitely a guy that can build around in Halliburton for the future. future. star. Yeah. So they're going to trade the All-Star and Sabonis. That's a great guy to get. Sacramento was just desperate to miss the roster. Or they desperate to at least get into the play because they ain't been in the playoffs in 30 years. So they felt Sabonis was more established and can help them get into the playoffs. I heard they was trying to get rid of De'Aaron Fox over Halliburton, but Indiana didn't want De'Aaron Fox. They already had on Tyrese. So they was just like, we just got to make a move. I was like, yo, Sacramento is just terrible. Like, It's the Kings, though. What, it's we can't expect any list from the Kings. That's what they do. Nah. nah. And I mean, I mean, Indiana either, because they, after a while, since the 90s, they just been they just been competing. They ain't been about winning forever. They just been competing. So it's like, where do they, where does this take them? You know, they do got Halliburton. And Buddy, which I think they're still gonna get rid of Buddy yeah. at the end of the season. And where does this, where does this, uh, what does it say for Miles Turner? Like, is he still gonna be want to be there? Do they still want him? Like, because he didn't get traded, so it's just like, where, what does that say about him? Right, I think Indiana's not done. They definitely get rid of Turner and Buddy Hill this off season, potentially Brogdon too. Indiana's been needing a, a complete teardown for a while. I forgot now. about Brogdon. Yeah, he been I hurt. Forgot about, I forgot about Brogdon. He been hurt most of this year, so people kind of forgot about him. But Indiana's been mediocre for years, so this this teardown was much needed for them. Got rid of Carey, sent him back to uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, yep. I love that move. We're going to get into that one in a minute, too. Uh, we got to get on the Pelicans and Blazers, though. CJ McCollum, Larry Nash Jr., and Tony Snell went to the Pelicans. Portland got back Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, which they later traded to Utah. Thomas Sadoransky, uh, Didi Lozada, I guess that's how you say his name, a 2022 first-round pick in two yeah. seconds. How you feel about that? Portland just blowing it up, trying to get picks and somewhat young players to flip or maybe keep. And I guess for the Pelicans, trying to make people happy, trying to get fans in the seats, getting a veteran player and CJ, trying to make the team better because they're actually – they're actually in the play-in or close to getting into the play-in. So 
I like it for them, but it's still just like an end move, really. Yeah, I see that we're doing. Damian Griffin, he's on the hot seat because, I mean, ever since he's been there, his moves haven't really turned out well. They had multiple head coaches, uh, trading draft picks. I mean, the signings he made haven't really worked out. So he was desperate to get another score in there to help B.I. out, especially since Zion is nowhere to be found. So I, I get why they got C.J. Um, Portland. They just blowing it up, I guess, man. They um, still trying to be around Dame, so-called. So Dame still committed to Portland. But, I mean, both these teams yeah. just feel like they needed to make a move. But speaking of um, the Pelicans, Zion, I don't, I don't know what to make of the Zion situation, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's ever going to get back right. And hopefully he really ain't acting like a hoe like this, man. Like, we already know you didn't want to be in New Orleans from the beginning. We all know you want to go to the Garden. Then New York wanted to trade for Cam Reddish just so that... That's how you know he going to really end up in New York. But it's just like, you didn't have to act like this. I mean, I know you got injured, but it's like you didn't even have to act like this. Like, it was a little bit too much. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. And I guess he's making a business move for himself. So, can you really be mad at the end of the day? Yeah. I mean, he could at least call CJ and welcome him to the team. That's still a little stuff like that, how you know that he didn't he don't want to be there. And it's not even because he's on your team, which that's just common courtesy. Like, bro, he your teammate. But this dude is the the NFL Player Association representative. Like, he represents the players in the meetings with the NBA, and you don't even – you ain't even saying nothing to him. Like, he's on your team. Right. The representative for you is on your team, and you're not even just saying nothing. And you're supposed to be the face of the franchise. You're not no random role player. You're the face of the franchise, so you're supposed to welcome, welcome him in. It, but the thing, they didn't have him on the season ticket joint, so it's just like – they they have to I forgot who they had Jonas Valanciunas up there. I was just Yo, like, Jonas B.I. and uh, CJ. That's just like, ugh, you want season tickets for that? <laughs> they just man, they need to go back to man, just move the whole Pelicans franchise. They need to go to Seattle, bro. They need to go to Seattle, bro. Like bring back the Supersonics, bro. Like Smoothie King, the Pelicans, that CJ B.I. and Jonas on your season tickets. All that is just nasty. That, that's nasty. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can honestly say the Pelicans probably like overall the most irrelevant franchise in the league right now, as far as nobody like caring about them and people forgetting they even exist. Like for real. The Kings suck, but they do have a dedicated mm, fan the magic, base. With, the magic sometimes. Yeah, them and the magic, yeah. I say the magic sometimes. Yeah. Them and the magic, those two. But the magic probably gonna stay there because they just built a new arena. But I think New Orleans, if they got a relocated team, they should definitely relocate them, like you said, to Seattle and bring back the Supersonics. But yeah, it's crazy. That nigga, uh, JJ, he really bullied Zion in the posting team highlights on his Instagram story that at the call number detached team, man. That was funny. Right. JJ real, man. I, ever since JJ been on ESPN, he been saying some real stuff. I, I got mad respect for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I rocks with JJ. You know, even though you know J, even though he a Duke nigga, yeah. you feel me? I, I've been rocking with JJ, you feel me? He cool. He cool. He cool people. Yeah. I respect JJ more. All y'all, but... <laughs> For real, I respect JJ more than about any other former Dookie. I hated him at Duke, but ever since he got into the league, man, he's been a real guy, so I respect JJ. All right, as mentioned earlier with Karis LeVert, though, staying with the uh, with the Patriots made another move. Uh, Indiana sent Karis LeVert to Cleveland along with a second-round pick and got back Ricky Rubio just for his contract um, in 2022 first and two seconds. Love this move for the up-and-coming Cavs getting LeVert. Facts, because that means you can move Colin Sexton off the bench to be a six man so you don't lose his scoring. 
him with Evan Mo, but that whole team is just real young, and the depth is depth is look he young too. And if Kevin Love want to stay and help, I mean that that makes it even better. For uh, people, man, ain't been talking about this this year, but Kevin Love has had a major comeback year this year. Like Rose been putting up numbers this year off the bench. Yeah, I mean, ain't nobody impressive. been talking about it because I definitely haven't known. It's just they've been winning, so it's just like you know they're gonna talk about DG and Jared Allen. And rookie of the year, Evan Mobley, right now. So, bro, I love yeah, that so, cast. You know, team. Kevin, he gonna be in the background. I For do, real. I do too. Like you got Evan Mobley and Jared in the front court, just locking down. Evan can guard one through five, basically. DGs came out of his shell. Karis Levert, you already know what he gonna do. So it's just like who, who's gonna be at that three spot? They got uh, Isaac Okoro at three right now. He's a, he's a good young three and D player. Uh, that's what I was saying. I was saying. I knew they had another young dude, uh, Isaac Okoro. I mean, yeah, they like they whole team is yeah. just young, so they gonna. And they fit up Rondo. It's he's crazy a good veteran they, presence. It's crazy how they went from just sucking back to being relevant so quick. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, I mean, they. I ain't gonna lie, they they been hitting on all that draft picks. If you're a small market team like that, that don't attract superstars, you got to hit on the first rounders, and they've hit on all of them. Evan Mobley. Garland, Sexton, Okoro, they they hit on them. Then they made like good solid trades, bringing in Jerry Allen and um, Levert yeah, to surround him. So shout out to the Cavs, man. We forgot to we mention them too with the Eastern Conference team. That's how deep the East is. We forgot to even oh, mention yeah, the Cavs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the Bulls, to, bro. We forgot to mention them. And the Bulls. The Cavs God, and the Bulls. Damn, how do you forget them? That's crazy. The East is mad deep. Especially I'm telling y'all. Like, yeah. The East is deep, bro. East, somebody, I, I, somebody out of the East winning that title, bro. I'm just it, that, that's 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 really what it got to be. Somebody out of the East got to win the title. At this point. only two teams in the West got a chance, and that's Golden State and Phoenix. Yeah, that's really about it. You know, unless you know LBJ, you know you're 19. Nah, it's together, a wrap. You know what I'm <laughs> it's a wrap, bro. <laughs> Raymond James, boy. It's a wrap for the Lakers this year, <laughs> but. Hey, we're going to move on to the other L.A. team. They made a move. This was on way back to the first couple of weeks before the deadline. They picked up Norm Powell and Robert Covington from the Blazers for Eric Bledsoe. Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, the second rounder. Like this move a lot for the Clippers. They're looking more into next year, so I like them getting um, Norm Powell to fit in with Kawhi Even and Paul Jones. he broke back. his foot, I think. Yep. But it's fine because they won't win in nothing this year anyway without um, Kawhi Yeah, and there, I think so. they'll, probably move, they'll probably move off of him anyway, to be honest. Just when they, and them two come back, or you can keep them off the bench, but they're probably gonna end up moving off of one of them. Yeah, yeah, I like it though. Okay, they didn't give up anything really. I mean, Bledsoe, I mean, he, you're not missing anything. Justice Winslow is a bust, a second rounder, so I mean, it was worth the risk. Yeah, it was definitely worth the risk, man. Yeah, this was another instance yeah, plus, where Portland just trying to get rid of um salary. Yeah, just blowing it up. They're just sell, they're selling, so yeah. Anything they can get in return, f- forget it. They gonna take it. Facts. Even though I, I I'm interested to see this all season. They they say they're gonna build around Dame and bring in somebody, but I don't know who's gonna be impactful enough to like really lift them up at the top of the West that they could potentially they bring go to in. Portland. That's what I'm saying. Who's gonna sign up? And be like, oh yeah, I really want to go to the Trailblazers. Look, I I think I know what's gonna happen, man. Portland gonna look. They gonna tank. And they gonna they gonna get they gonna get Bronny and trade for LeBron. <laughs> that, that, that's the plan. Then Dane, look, it's gonna be Dane, Bronny, and LeBron. 
I'll play. I'll play. But I, Portland, I, they ain't want to stay in this toxic, abusive relationship with Portland. So he, he want to stay. So can't nobody look. If he want to stay, can't nobody tell him nothing. So. Right. He a grown man, but they ain't got to understand, bro. If you ask for a trade, nobody gonna be mad at you, dog. You serve your dues with them. I, if you ask for a trade yeah, to like, a container, nobody's point, gonna be mad. <laughs> at some point, bro, you gotta prioritize winning in your career. Like, at some point, your career gotta be about winning. And apparently, he don't want to win. He don't like. He already made the money. He got the fame, the recognition, dog. Like, you've been in the league forever. Like, if you want to go down as a true great, bro, you got to have some type of winning on your resume. Something to be remembered by. And not just winning first round and second round series in the playoffs. My bad. Where was we at? And he walked in. You good. I was saying Dame just got to have something to remember by. Like, like instead of just being winning first and second round playoff series, or like you got to you got to do something bigger than that. And you a top 75 player all the time. Oh, yeah. He, uh, for, yeah, that's real. He finessed the top 75 for sure. Yeah, that. The greatest finesse of all time. How did you get in there? Like out of out of everybody, he that, that he he finessed that one for real. Hasn't won anything or anything, but yeah, we're gonna get on at seventy five when we talk about All Star Weekend in the next segment. Uh, two more trades I got written down. We'll get into real quick. This was a four team deal between Milwaukee, the Clippers, Sacramento, and Detroit. Milwaukee got Sergi Baca in two seconds. Clippers got Rodney Hood, Semi Ojale, and uh. Um, Marinkovic, some dude, I don't know. He ain't really playing the league like that thing. There's a throw in. Uh, Sacramento got Dante DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lowes, and David Machine, somebody. I don't know. Another random throw in. And Detroit got Marvin Bagley the third. I like um, the Bucks picking up Sergi Baca. They needed another big for real. And I'm glad Marvin Bagley getting a chance to uh, get some play time with um, Detroit. Yeah, I'm really just excited about uh the Bucks getting surged with Brooke being out with the back injury. It gives you more size, another veteran player, and he can stretch the floor. So with Giannis being on the floor, that's that's essential. So yeah, I'm, that's really mostly I'm excited about Marvin Bagley getting out of Sacramento. I mean, yeah, him and Kay couldn't angle out. Him and Kay Cunningham in the future could be crazy, especially if they uh, I would say that, yeah, with Luke Garza and them, yeah, that that would definitely be crazy. So. Kind of excited about too. Kind of excited about that too, but really just excited about a surge in Milwaukee. Facts, facts, and on uh, the final trade, I got right here the home team, Charlotte Hornets man Montrez returns to his home state in North Carolina with Charlotte and Washington getting Vernon Carey, Ish Smith, and a second. Love this move for Charlotte man. Hope it pay off, but regardless, they ain't, they gave up nothing for Trez, who I think is going to be a, a good high energy big man off the bench with them, and he get to return back to his home state and play in North Carolina man. I've been wanting to see this for years. These are facts, but it doesn't help them at all because they still need an actual rim protector who plays defense, you know, can rebound. You know, he doesn't really do either one of them things, particularly elite. But, you know, like you said, off the bench, he could be an energy guy, hustle guy. So, I mean, that run the floor. So, I mean, I'm not really I, – I like, I like it for them too. And, of course, he gets the return – but I just want them to get another rim protector just so he won't have to he won't have to do all of that and people end up saying that he look like he looks bad in Charlotte when that's not the role that he needs to be playing for them. Facts. Charlotte to do list, Mitch Coach and also you gotta get 
rim protector, man. Miles Turner, somebody like that in that mode, they definitely need a rim protector. That's the main hole on that team right now. They got a scoring. They got uh, now Montrez and a couple of the guys come off the bench, Ubre. So if they get a rim protector, I think they finally will be able to take that next step and be like a legit playoff team then. Yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely that's definitely in their future once they get a big man. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, that's all the trades I got. You got any uh, more trades I didn't didn't cover that you want to talk about? No, oh, no. Nah, I think we we uh, had some of the same ones down. So I think yeah, that's about it for the trades. Hey, all right, cool. So NBA All Star Weekend just happened this past weekend in Cleveland. Uh, we got to start off though with the first thing. We got to mention here, man, the worst slam dunk contest of all time. Literally wasted like an hour of my life watching that mess. I don't even know what it was. Pretty sure you could have got some random high school dunkers off the street to put off a better show than that, man. I'm just very disappointed in the dunk contest. Yeah, OB cool, you know what I'm saying? I had my money on Cole Anthony, but you know, OB like the only one that ain't really let us down. You know, some of his dunks was crazy. But yeah, the dunk contest, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I didn't. That was terrible. I knew it was going when they when they brought the lineup out or when they said the lineup who it was going to be earlier. I was just like, yeah, this is going to be trash. Once I seen Juan Toscano Anderson, I'm like, this nigga's not even a dunker. Why is he even in there? This is going to be terrible because Obi was just going. You feel me? Most of the time, he was going to do the tomahawk between the legs. Even though he switched it up on me, you know, a little bit, he was going to do the tomahawk between the legs and windmill the whole time. But he switched it up. But I mean. Other than that, I knew it was going to be trash. Horrible, horrible, man. The Stars, I understand they might not be in it, but I feel like one of my things, if the Stars don't be in it, at least get some G League guys, high energetic guys that's not just in-game dunkers, like your boy Matt McClung. I think he would have been good for the dunk contest. I feel like he got a lot of dust in his bag. Get some um, pro, actual pro dunkers, man, that be out here doing that for a living. If the Stars not going to be in it, I feel like they'll put on a better show. And just picking up some random role players, man, just to just to feel the NBA uh, competition. So they definitely need to do that. Yeah, shout out my dog Double M Mac McClellan, man. He should be on somebody's team getting buckets right now, but that's another story for a different day. But yeah, with the dunk he just posted, ain't nobody ever did that in the dunk contest, really. So I mean, yeah, he would he definitely would have been a nice addition to that, and he got bounced. So and he only like six one. At the at the most, 6'2". Exactly, it would have been good. And then they got to change the rule up, man. Like these, you get you should only get three attempts. Like I don't care if you even remotely go up for a dunk, that count as one, two, three. Like these guys were just having way too many attempts at it on the other seven, night, man. It's way attempts. too long. Like I was just like, yo, they, they, you had to watch somebody miss a dunk seven times. Exactly. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, the crowd is out of it. Like, even if you make it at that point, it's just like, it's, it is what it is because it took you so many times to make it. So it's like, nah, it's lit. Yeah, we might, I mean, my boy Cole had the Tims on. That was cool. But everything just took too long. And it was just, it just wasn't worth, it wasn't worth watching. Like, even, even everybody was, everybody there was like, this, this won't even worth watching. <laughs> Man, I miss Aaron Gordon is at Levine, bro. <laughs> Yeah, we we got spoiled with that one. We we definitely got spoiled with that dunk contest. Like, thanks, D Wade, yeah, bro. You, one you of, he had the best one of all time, and then this was the worst of worst one of all time. D Wade ruined it, man. He, he definitely <laughs> D Wade. Right, that's the one person we have to blame here is D Wade. That's to be honest. So blame D Wade. 
Okay, if it weren't for D-Way, Aaron Gordon and them probably would have still been participating and would have eventually got more guys that they can actually dunk in the dunk contest to do it. Like, who who would you want as your dream lineup, though, like, for potentially for next year, like, four guys? Oh, man. Got to have my favorite rapper, Miles Bridges, in there. Uh, John Morant. Ooh, who else, man? I ain't going to lie. Look, you wanna, with them in there. I want to see Derrick Jones Jr. back in there with him. And probably probably Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, either Aaron Gordon or Zach Levine. Either one of them two. Yeah. Ja Morant, definitely. Ja, I, ja will probably, like, bring the house down, bro. Like, the stuff he be doing. He got crazy athleticism. So, I would love to see Ja in it for real. Miles Bridges, he should. I don't understand why Bridges won it this year, though, because, I mean, he wasn't even in the All-Star game, so he could at least participate in something. Should have been in the All Star game, but you know, yeah, it's it's a, it's all good. But yeah, he. I wish he would at least been in the dunk contest too. But I guess you got to be invited to get into the dunk contest. So I'm just like, if that's the case, I don't know who was y'all sending invites to. I don't know if y'all been watching basketball, but Miles Bridges probably the best in game dunker in the league, probably. But oh yeah, for sure, man. But the dunk contest, they got a lot to improve on, man. Like this year was set the bar even lower. Uh, outside of that, it was a, a good all-star weekend, though, with the other challenges on the skills competition. They changed the rules up this year, so I was very interested in that. Um, they had the teams. They had the, uh, Giannis and his brothers. They had the Cavs, the Young Guns, Garland, Josh, Garland, Jared Allen, and um, who was Evan Mobley. And then they had the, the Rooks going, the three rookies on the team. So I really liked that. Um, the team Cavs ended up winning that. That was very entertaining. Cat put on for the big man uh, in the three-point shootout, man, winning the three-point three contest. Guys. Yes, sir. He said he the best big man shooter ever, man. But uh, you got to chill out with that, bro. It's all right. He disrespecting Dirk, I think, with that one. <laughs> Duh, that's what I'm saying. What is he even talking about? Like, what's what's up with bro? Like, I, Cat, I mess with you, but German Jesus, bro, you need to, you need to watch him out when you're talking about German Jesus like that. You feel me? All right. I respect the confidence, man. You want you you did your thing. You're a great shooter for a big man, but yeah, Dirk to go, man. We gotta give Dirk his flowers with that one. But shout out to Cap winning three point shootout. And uh the celebrity game on Friday night, I didn't actually watch this, but I seen the highlights from it. We gotta talk about Miles Garrett though. Boy, that boy was out there punching shit. Boy, I, he was punching everything. Like he dunking, he dunking everything. I'm like, yo, I knew he was like that, but he just out there going crazy for no reason. Windmilling. Tom Hogan, he he Stop, bro. He just so bro, that was crazy. Hey, bro, they, that was like Miles Garrett must thought Mason Rudolph was out on the other team. The way he was yeah, going, everybody hit. Yeah, he was right without their swatting shit, too. Like, he was going crazy. Hey, shoot, Lakers need to sign Miles Garrett, bro. He might, might can play some defense and run the court for us. <laughs> He'd be better than DeAndre Luke Jordan Luke out there. Luke. Yeah, he definitely be better than DeAndre Jordan out there. He got, he got more hops than him right now, too. So, yeah, 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 I need that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Miles Garrett, though, man. I've been seeing videos of him just hooping in, like, random gyms and stuff. So, But just seeing, like, these, uh, him hooping this Larry game, it's crazy. Like, bro, it's a tank out there and got crazy hops. Uh, going to the all uh, actual All-Star game, Team LeBron won again. I think what is, like, his fifth or sixth straight win in the All-Star game. He hasn't lost yet. I think he's 5-0. Yeah, 5-0. And then your boy Chef Curry, though, man, he just put on the show for us in the All-Star game. Greatest point guard of all time. Magic Johnson ain't never doing nothing like that in his life. He could have a dream of doing, you feel me? So 
50 points. I don't, I don't care where it was at. He did an all-star game, though. She, he shot, he had shot like, he went like, he had 16 threes. He had like seven or eight in one of the quarters. Like, he was turning around. Like, it, just ridiculous. He's just being ridiculous, you know, doing goat things like he usually do. You feel me? You know, shout out Wardell, man. All-star game MVP. We ain't got no finals MVP, but we got that Kobe all-star game MVP, nigga. Stop playing. Very fitting, man. All the guys in the league, man, still probably one of the, the few guys who I would have liked to see him get that Kobe all-star game MVP, and he got it for real, for real. Uh, speaking of Kobe, you know, the NBA also honored the NBA top 75 players of all time. They got it in Cleveland this weekend. Man, like, me and John was talking about earlier, man, it just didn't feel right. Kobe won there. You know, he's supposed to have been there with all, all his um, brothers, man, with MJ and Lakers all legends, bro. man. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was tough to see. The Lakers photo, man, he just won. They just left the space open in the middle. It's like, bro, would y'all do that, bro? Like, y'all, we, we understand why, bro. Y'all ain't got to do us like that, posting the picture, knowing he's supposed to be right there. That was, that was kind of tough. Yeah, tough for real, man. And Vanessa, shout out. To Vanessa, she was there. Rob Linka came there with her. Shout out to Vanessa. But yeah, man, Kobe, everything. Like, every time we see something like that, it just made you think like, dang, Kobe really ain't here, bro. It still just don't feel right. Exactly. Like, just like, dang, bro, he just, he's not here. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. All right. Long little bean, though. But, hey, the, the real GOAT, Michael Jordan, stole the show. <laughs> he actually well, showed. He I'm glad MJ was there. came in smooth. <laughs> He put. Look, he got. Look, he got there as soon as it was about to. Have, he got off the the PJ as soon as the segment was about to start. Put the jacket on. Walked out there smooth, boy. Got the bit. Look, that just proved he was the goat, boy. He he showed he showed the all the all star like the whole all star festivities late. Get the biggest pop out of everybody. For real, man. That's some goat stuff. And you then they had him standing. You thought he was. You thought he would have <laughs> thought he was Stone Cold. You would have thought Stone Cold came out of something. For real, bro. Then they had him standing. On the the diamond logo by himself, which means he is the goat. Cause he the he the one. That's that's yeah. the one out of the seventy five. He gotta like, come out last. He the one. Like Jordan is the most influential former athlete of all time. Just like he's been retired for twenty plus years now, and his influence. He still he can walk into any room and he'll get the loudest ovation. Everybody run up to him. And how many other former athletes do we know has his logo? On in multiple sports, man, basketball and football, they wearing his logo, which is wild. Exactly. He, he, and not not on the shoes either, on on the jerseys, right. like on like no, nah, that's really nobody else, and I don't think that's ever gonna. I don't think it's ever gonna be like that, man. It's not. For yeah, Jordan, I don't think we ever gonna see a brand as big as Jordan brand. Well, we not. That's that's for sure. Like nothing, no brand. Because I'm like, I don't. I'm brand. not trying to. Yeah, I don't. I'm not trying to see no no KD logo or no LeBron logo or no Kyrie logo on no school uniform for real, for real. Because it's it's just right. not gonna hit the same. Because it's not the it's not the Air Jordan logo. Right, you can like, even a Curry joint. Like it's not gonna. Right, it's not gonna. It's not gonna, it's not gonna hit the same because it's not the Jumpman. You can slap the Jumpman logo on like anything, and it just automatically make it look better. It'd be like they, you know the graphics can be trash, but you see that Jumpman logo, you be like, oh shoot, okay, they rocking Jordan, so. It must be Look, awesome. You can see a mask with the Jumpman logo on it. You gonna wear that mask, ain't you? Right. <laughs> I swear that that's how that's how marketable the Jumpman logo Jumpman logo is. Exactly, exactly, man. Shout out to the goat, Michael Jordan. We was talking about this like going off the NBA seventy five, man. When they do the uh, top one hundred in a couple of years, where well, twenty five years from now, 
uh, who we think will probably be added to that top NBA 100 list, man, like current players and former players? Uh, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, T Mac. They most likely gonna put Vince Carter in there for sure. Uh, Jan- uh no, he already in. I'm tripping. I ain't gonna lie, Joel. Is, is Joel and B? Oh, Ron- uh, oh, yeah, Rondo definitely. Rondo, gonna be there. yeah, Rondo. He, de- uh, he definitely gonna be out there for sure. You know how I know that Joel and B gonna be out there. Oh yeah, Joker gonna oh, be out there too. Yeah, Yoki's gonna be out there. Freaking Ja might end up out there for real. It's like because you know. They gonna do it off potential, so Trey Young probably be up there. Like it's because it's not it's not really that many spots, and I feel I feel like most of those spots are probably already taken anyway. So it's not really yeah. too many spots left on the one hundred list already. A couple old heads I know that's gonna be up there that didn't make the cut. Uh, this dude named Alice English that used to play for the Nuggets back in the day, probably one of the best true scorers of all time. He definitely gonna make the cut. Grant Hill potentially probably might be up there too. Maybe he might. Yeah, that's that's just a that's might. a real slight. Maybe he might. It's just because like I don't know how they're gonna do it. But if T Mac up there, he got to be up there too. Let's, yeah. let's keep it. Out. I mean, T Mac had a longer prime, but Grant's prime like it kind of the same nigga for real. Like yeah, Grant's prime was crazy before he got hurt. Like if you don't believe me, go look at Grant Hill highlights before he got hurt. So Grant might be good enough to be a top one hundred player all the time. He might be up there. I feel like he should be up there, T Mac up there. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to thank anybody uh, else, man. Dude, I can't really. Is we got? Well, let's we we might have to actually make make our own list, like our own yeah. twenty four twelve list. You feel? Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna who's gonna, who gonna get those last spots? Who's gonna get those last spots? Yeah, we're gonna well, do that. I got that, deep. Speaking of that, y'all seen the top ten order, right? And y'all seen yep. that they had y'all boy Kobe. They had y'all boy Kobe at the number ten spot. Disrespectful. This is at the top seventy five. They had they had yeah the top seventy five list. They out of the top ten. They had Kobe ranked at number ten. They had Larry Bird over him. Oh, yeah, the top top ten in the top seventy five list. They had Kobe Bryant ranked as number ten in the top ten. They had Larry Bird over him. Will. Bill Russell, and I just wouldn't know how you felt about that knowing Kobe, Kobe your man's. I didn't like it at all. It's very disrespectful. Kobe has to be top five, and I'm, I'm not saying it's yep. just because I'm a Kobe top, fan, but top three, man, yeah. top three, yep. But at, at minimum, top five, top at least, five. But three for at real, minimum. like at minimum. Because I mean, was, that's blatantly that's blatant disrespect, like blatant. Here, here the order ESPN had him in. Matter of fact, all right, he had Michael Jordan number one, LeBron two. Kareem three, Magic four, Will mm-hmm. five, Bill Russell six, Larry Bird, Larry Bird seven, seven, Tim eight, Tim Oscar Robinson nine, and Kobe ten. I don't even know. No. How I, like, bro, you ain't have Shaq in there. I would say, yeah, four or five at the max. Like, four or five at the max, but like. Hey, don't really three guys. Be- there's only like three or four guys. To me, you can make an argument over him. That's Michael, LeBron, Kareem, and Magic. He has that's to be re- yeah, that's really it. Because, I mean, Bill, you cool the 11 chips, but don't nobody really care for real. I mean, we'll, you average 50, you feel me? But Kobe got Kobe got five rings, three finals MVPs. So, I mean, so and it, then the impact Kobe had on the game, man, just, I don't know, the longevity, the impact he had on the game, 
Like Kobe has to be top five. Like no, like I said, no disrespect to Oscar Robinson, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Bill Russell, and Wilt. Kobe has to be top five. But ESPN always does this. I feel like every time they rank players, it's always Kobe disrespect. I like Tim being in there though. I just wish Steph would have been in the top ten because we all know he should really be a top ten player of all time. But you know, it's another story for a different day. Yeah, Steph and KD are outside of LeBron are at the players the closest to being top ten of all time outside of LeBron right now. And people are saying Steph players. is like eleven, twelve. So I mean, he should just be he should just be in there off the street yeah. alone. To be honest with you, both Steph and KD are top fifteen right now, in my opinion. Yeah, the rings. Yeah, the rings. Yeah, with the the rings, the two MVPs being the first unanimous. I don't know how my boy not in the top ten for real. Yeah, for real. yeah, and his influence on the game. Yeah, I guess Steph, one more Steph ring, getting one more but... ring that is solidified. Which he he has a great chance for his career because Steph still got like five more prime years left. He might get it this year. If don't get it this year. He got next year. You got to that. So I definitely can see Steph getting one more ring before his he retired. I feel like Shaq should have been in there too. Shaq and Tim got to be in there. Oh together. yeah, if you got if you got one, you got to have the other in the top team. I, I would have took Oscar out and put Shaq in. No, no disrespect. I would have took Oscar out. Yeah, Shaq I, in. I mean the triple double was cool, Oscar, but I mean top ten though. I no, not no. That's that, 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 that's that's not a. Shaq is arguably the most dominant big man of all time. He has to be in the top ten. Yeah, so man, so you trying to do the the last the last. 15 or so list for the top 100 and make our own top 10 just to come back with next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next episode, we're going we to get that together for y'all because, yeah, we got to dive deeper into this because this disrespect, but it's crazy. All the NBA players really know. All the NBA players know Kobe's a top five player. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, look, Jamal Crawford said, we don't respect your list if Kobe not in the top three, and that's just facts. Everybody say that. If Kobe not in your top three, we can't respect your list. Exactly. I know Magic, Bird, and all them cool, but I mean, he at least got to be three, three to five. I, would, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'll put him three. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. It, three to five is very, very respectable, man, but as long as you're in the top five, ten is crazy. I got respect for you. That's crazy. Like, how you got, I was to say, he got two, he got two or three finals MVPs, and he won, and he, he won two, he got two finals MVPs, he won two without a shot. And even though Shaq was winning those finals MVPs when they in the three P, he's still out here averaging almost the same amount of points as he is. Bro, people don't, don't get understand. no credit for it. Kobe had just as big of an influence on that three P as Shaq did. Just because Shaq got a three finals MVPs, Kobe had he just couldn't do it by himself. He right. couldn't do it by himself. It, it's ridiculous, but you know that that's the and biggest we, we point they know, like to bring against Kobe though. That's the biggest point they love Kobe to bring has, Multiple like regular season MVPs stolen from him. I mean, sorry, Steve Nash didn't deserve no two MVPs. Come on now, Kobe was putting up crazy numbers with a minimal team back then, and still drug him into the playoffs with Kwame Brown and Smush Parker and guys like that, and drug him into the playoffs, bro, averaging thirty plus per game. Come on now, but then getting MVP. Yeah, Westbrook got it though because he had a triple double, but Kobe didn't get MVP. All right, tell <laughs> about narratives. Yep, and we all know during that time, but regardless, man, we all everybody know the players know deep down. We know Kobe deserved more than one regular season MVP, but we all know he got those five rings. That's all that matters, though. So, and yeah, that's day. really all that matters. That's all, but yeah, like I said, next episode we definitely going to get those lists ready. We can talk about this all night, but we're gonna keep going, man. That was a great All Star weekend outside of the dunk contest in Cleveland. Things in Salt Lake City, Utah next year. 
Yeah, we'll be looking out for that next year. All right, we're going to keep on second half of the season coming up. There's only like 20-something games left in the NBA. So is there like any teams that you're really looking out for to watch in the second half of the season? One, the Celtics, since they technically still, even though they, they lost to Detroit, they still the hottest team in the East. That that's really that's really like the main team. I'm ready to see the Warriors when Draymond come back because you know it, I get to see all my my three favorite you know my three favorite players play again. You feel me together? Brooklyn when KD come back and Kyrie be able to play these home games. Well, I I I, I think that's about it for the, to watch out for. But like. Uh, if we talking about like underdog teams to watch out for, I'm not really not really sure about who to pick for that. Unless you're really talking about like teams trying to make the play in like Portland and the in the Pelicans, maybe. Yeah, facts, facts. But there's definitely a couple of teams like I'm interested in watching on just off like entertainment these last couple of weeks of the season. The two we done mentioned earlier. I'm both interested to see how Ben Simmons is gonna mess with Brooklyn and James Harden and Philly. Yeah, yeah Philly for sure. Yeah, Every time they sure. play on, um, on TV, March I'm going to be watching it. Yep. Man, Ben 10th. Simmons better play, bro. He got to play. He got to. They, they, both, they both better play. They, they yeah. both better play March 10th, man. That, no excuses. That, look, that, that, might get it. They got, that might get more views in the Super Bowl down there. <laughs> hey, that's definitely going to be the highest view NBA game of the season, no doubt, if that happens. But outside of yeah, those two teams. crazy. And they playing in Philly. In Philly, yo. So you, the booze about to be crazy right in. What will make it perfect? Ben Simpson come out there and make just one jump shot, bro. That's all I ask. Just make one jump shot. <laughs> Twitter will break. I'm telling you, Twitter will break if he does that. <laughs> True, for sure. Twitter will definitely <laughs> go crazy. But but outside of those two teams, though, man, I'm looking forward to uh, Memphis, man. They've been a fun team oh, to yeah. watch this year, seeing how they're going to do down the stretch. They're going to definitely be a top three seed in the West. So I'm really going to see if they can win a playoff series or not, which I think they will. Another young team I'm looking out for is Cleveland, who we mentioned earlier. Also see how they're going to finish down the scratch. Because, you know, these young teams, man, you know, sometimes they fall a little bit down the scratch. But so Cleveland and, and Memphis, two other young teams I'm looking at down the scratch, and they might surprise people in the playoffs. But yeah, these last um, couple weeks definitely yeah. be interesting. Because uh, East, like I said, the East is yeah, very Now that the playoffs coming. Now that the playoffs coming. Definitely gonna be tuning into this uh, basketball more. Probably, it's probably be one of the first years that I, I'll actually try to watch almost almost every series, at least the ones I'm interested in. But since the since NFL is over, I, I'm ready to dive into this playoff basketball. Oh yeah, it's about to get real. Players about to start playing harder and everything. Oh man, uh, breaking story today though. Um, New York City mayor came out and said that they potentially. Might be lifting this vaccine mandate in the next couple of weeks, man. So y'all already know what that means. If that happens, I mean Kyrie Irving will be able to play at home games for the Brooklyn Nets. I saying I really feel like because they know the Nets losing out on money, and if the Nets losing out on money, you're losing out on money as a state. So Kyrie being box office need need that. Definitely. They, and they it never made sense. Sure. Like no. Adam Silver said, if like if you got a mandate for your own players, how you gonna let like just outsiders come into the city and play? That's what I'm saying. Out like if it's like they're coming into your state and they don't have to abide by your rules, even though they're in your state at the time. Like they don't it, it, it doesn't make sense at all. At all. So if you're gonna do it for just so, but you gotta do it for everybody. So it makes sense for them to go ahead and lift it. You might as well at this point. You still letting everybody come into the arena, so 
just come on, let Curry play his home games. And you know, if Curry play all the games, it's going to really change some stuff while with Eastern Conference down the stretch. And mostly they was going to end up just, even if they didn't lift it, Brooklyn was going to end up paying those fines anyway for him to play home games. So exactly. regardless, he was going to be playing them home games anyway. But I guess it's just lifting the vaccine mandate just makes it better with where people don't have to spend money to make money, even though that's usually how it works. But All right. Not scary hours. Scary hours coming up, man. Kyrie back full time. These Brooklyn Nets. I'm telling y'all, watch out for him. It's the, it's the, the East, it's definitely scary hours in the East, for sure. Yes, sir. All right, man. Our last NBA topic uh, for this week. Of course, LeBron stays in the news. Uh, this weekend in Cleveland, he was saying a whole bunch of stuff. You know, potentially not ruling out going back to Cleveland and all this other stuff. Um, but the main headline was, and we already knew this, but he officially came out and said that when Bronny James get drafted into the NBA, he will be joining him on whatever team that is that he might get drafted for. So that would be crazy. That would be some legendary stuff, though, for real. If um, father and son could team up on the same NBA team, I ain't going to lie. Yeah, that that would be one of the greatest things we've ever seen. Cause it, it, yeah, yeah, I I definitely want to see that though. But yeah, LeBron, LeBron been out here talking, talking that talk, man. He been out here saying what's on his mind, you know, trying to get Rob Palenka up out of here. He trying, look, he even trying to get himself up out of here. You feel me? Trying to trying to get up out of L.A. Where he, where he about to go? <laughs> Back to Cleveland for a third stint once again. It's like you never know, with LeBron, man. You, yeah, you, you never know him. So. But the thing but, with Bronny right now, he got a he got a couple more years before he draft eligible, of course. But currently, he's only projected to be a second round pick, which we all know if that stock don't go up, some team is definitely going to reach and grab him in the first round just to have LeBron James on that team, which I can't even blame. True, because even if you're not winning, that's money, money, bro. Like even if LeBron's forty. Like, just having those two on the team, like, let's say if you're a team nobody cares about, like, the Orlando Magic. If you got both of them on your team, you're going to have all these national TV games, jersey sales, headlines. So it'll be worth it for a small market team who's not used to making money or getting views, man. So, Bronny's definitely set up for real by LeBron saying that somebody is going to draft him pretty high regardless, man, just to get LeBron on the team. First-round picks flying. Just going to be flying at him. For real. I'm anxious to see, though, with Bronny, how he going to do this last like, couple years in high school and whatever year he decides, whatever school he decides to go to in college. See, you know, if his game just keeps progressing, which I think it will, but I'm anxious to see where he ends up at after uh, he finishes his most likely one year of college. He about to go to the brotherhood. Probably, yeah. It's been running on the wall, man. Like, we we know this, but it's Cold okay. Ass brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, <laughs> but yeah, we, oh, we know he's going. We do gotta talk about him being the leading scorer too, though. We almost oh, forgot yeah. about that. Oh yeah, we, we we congratulate LeBron, but it's just we with him with them being with losing, bro. People are really talking about it. Yeah, it's an amazing feat, man. Shout out to LeBron. His longevity is crazy, but like like your message said, especially us Lakers fans, man. This miserable season, it's hard to get excited over a personal accolades like this. You know. When we can't even get above 500 for the season and having all these consistent injuries and stuff. But shout out to LeBron passing Kareem, man, with all-time scoring record with regular season and playoffs. He's most likely going to pass Kareem with uh, just regular season points. And the next three years, if he stays around, averages like 20-something points per game for the next three years. So, though, 
shout out to LeBron, man. We probably will never see a player be this great longevity ever again in NBA. So shout out to LeBron for that. Yeah, shout out Raymond James. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, I think that's all we got with the NBA. Tons is happening in associations. You know, these last couple weeks since we've been on, but we'll keep y'all posting on our social media pages. And when we come back from this episode, all right, we're going to start with our weekly segments, though. Uh, first, we're going to hit up this Eyes on NC. We got to start with uh, Ashanti Lynch, man, from Lenore County. He goes to North Lenore High School. Definitely the best female hooper North Lenore has ever seen. Uh, she's a senior guard at North Lenore. She's committed to uh, Maryland Eastern Shore. She has a 3.94 GPA. She's the only girls player in North Lenore history to reach 1,000 career points. Our junior year, she averaged 27.9 points per game. 8.5 steals, 7.3 rebounds, and 4.8 assists. During uh, the 2019-20 season, she helped North Lenore reach the fourth round of the playoffs for the first time in school history. This year, she's currently averaging 24.2 points per game. She was named Conference Player of the Year this year, and she was also named to the Carolinas Classic All-Star Game, man. So, Shashi Lynch doing big things. North Lenore girls currently in the playoffs. They had one of the best records in the uh, state this year. Currently, the playoffs, they won last night. So, I think they play again on Thursday night, which is tomorrow night in the second round of the playoffs. So, Chauncey Lynch, man, definitely the best female hooper I've ever seen at North and North for real. She definitely left a legacy there for um, North and North women's basketball. So, yeah, Mess, I know you you seen her hoop a lot, man. But what you got? What you think about her? She she one of them ones, too. So, it's not even a surprise, you know, that she going D1 and that she even leading the school. You know, the conference championships being the conference player of the year, like this was this was all no surprise. Like we all knew that she was gonna dominate this area, regardless. And shout oh, yeah. shout out my boy Howard Willie too, the coach, man. Coach of the year, man. My boy Howard Willie. Oh yeah. Shout out Howard, coach of the year, man. Congrats on that. Ashanti though, she her family, the Lynch bloodline, man, had basketball in their jeans. Her mom was a standout player, North Fenner also back in the day. Uh, she had a couple of siblings that played. She got a younger sister on the team right now, too. So, hey, yeah, they hooping in that list. Oh, yeah, we got to give another shout-out, though, real quick, though, man. Rory Lee, Jonathan Uncle Rory Lee, right, trained up at our old school, middle school, continue Savannah, man. Trained up there for three years, though. So, shout-out to Rory Lee, man, for helping develop her, bro. So, definitely had a lot of people help her develop along the way, man. So, once again, shout-out to Ashanti Lynch, dog. She's a, a true baller around here. Two five. Two five. Hey man, it's all right now. So it's our dog of the week, bro. Who who you know, Messi gonna reveal who the dog of the week is this week? Hey man, say man. You already know who the dog of the week is, man. Greatest point guard of all time, Wardell Stephen Curry with the fifty point performance in the all star game, you feel me? Him by like sixteen threes, you know, no looks. Doing doing you know, doing what we usually do, you feel me? Winning in Cleveland, cause you know we used to that, you feel me? So yeah, that's the, that's the that's the dog of the week this week, man. Wardell Stephen Curry, man. Yeah, who else could it have been? Bro, was disrespectful. We pulled off on the logo, turned around before the ball was even halfway to the basket. Turned that's around in the corner and asked the fans, "Did it go in?" Like that. He too good, but like he just, he just too good. Like great, like, look, greatest point guard of all time, top ten player of all time, and he on the basketball of Mount Rushmore. Argue with your mama about it. Come on. For his impact, for real, for real, man. Like, I don't even care if it's an all-star game, bro. People just don't make that many three-pointers in any setting. Like, that's that's wild. <laughs> 16. That's crazy. 
That's wild. But yeah, shout out to Steph, man, for putting on for Cleveland again that Kobe Bryant All-Star MVP award, dude. All right, yo, master time for your segment, bro. What you got for us this week? Hey, man. It's, it's been a while. We already know that. So I I do I do got some heat for y'all. Y'all y'all always know I got the heat for y'all. Keep it on me. But you know, we gonna we're gonna start off with my boy since 99. You know, my bad. Hold on. Welcome to the MVP segment. You already know. Most valuable playlist. I am your host, the one and only Keytuan, aka I'm Master. So yeah, we 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 about to get into it. So like I said, we're gonna start off with my boy since 99. He released he released a tape called his tape, 99 Overall 2, a sequel to his uh, other tape, 99 Overall. And feel me, I, he's, one of, he's one of my favorite rappers right now, too. I, I got a lot of favorite rappers, and he's one of them. You feel me? You need, go go cop the 99 Overall 2. My favorite songs off of it are called Disconnected, Heat Wave, Making It Work, Sticky Situation, and Not a Dream. So, yeah, go get that 99 Overall 2, my boy, since 99. Next, we got, in my opinion, you know, a Detroit legend. You know, y'all already know I love my Detroit music. You feel me? We got Cash Kid with his little EP tape called Why the Fools Fall in Love. And my favorite songs off that are Breath of Fresh Air, Caller ID, and Movie Date. So, yeah, go get that Who, Why the Fools Fall in Love by my boy Cash Kid, man. Definitely, he probably definitely in my top five right now, no cap. Then after that, I got another Detroit artist, FWC Big Key, and his, uh, his uh, tape, Industry Ready. Favorite songs off of there are Lil Yeah featuring Peasy, FBG featuring Real Rich Izzo, and D-Man Made It Home. So yeah, I'm going to need y'all to go get that too, man. It's not really nothing but heat. The Detroit beats, like I said, the beats, the punchlines, the bars, always crazy. Never really disappoint you for real. Next, man, I got my boys, man, ZO2 and my boy G3, G Huncho. They they dropped they dropped a little a little pack for us you feel me All Star Weekend but you know it was really it was really Ball Star Weekend that's what they tape is called man called Ball Star Pack you feel me about about think about seven songs on it and my favorite songs up there are Africa 808 Too Tough and Pro Club man which you already know how how we rocking man Big Brother Brand go get that Ball Star Pack by my boy ZO2 and my boy G3 Jello G Huncho you know the name. And last but not least, I got my boy, my favorite rapper, RTBMB, my boy Miles Bridges, you feel me? With with his tape, MB Vandross, you feel me? I already knew he was gonna drop All Star Weekend. I just didn't know what it was gonna be called. But you know, as always, he don't he don't never disappoint. He don't miss, man. But my favorite joints off of MB Vandross are gorgeous. The self-titled track MB Vandross. And jugging, man. But the whole thing is fire. Everything that I just mentioned to y'all right here is fire to me, in my opinion. You know, I would never lead you wrong when it comes to my musical suggestions. But to go back all over, all all over them again. Since '99, we got '99 overall too. Why the fools fall in love? Cash Kid, Industry Ready, FWC Big Key, Ball Star Pack with my boy ZO2 and G Huncho, and last but not least, MB Van Draws with my boy Miles Bridges, man. So. Y'all go listen to all that, man. Hopefully, y'all enjoy it. As you know, MVP segment, man. Most valuable players, man. Love y'all. We out. Yes, sir. Young Master Man, another weekly MVP segment right here. Y'all go check out that heat that he provided for y'all. You will not be disappointed. All right, y'all. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of the 2412 Pod with us. Uh, our final thoughts now. 
You got any final? Well, I know you got to talk about your boy real quick. Uh, your boy, Thomas at Patrick Brady. Yeah, man. So last time we was here, man, it got leaked, but we didn't know if it was real or not. But yeah, a couple of days after that, you know, it was official, man. My dog, you know, my dad, you know, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. officially announced his retirement from the NFL at the, I believe it was like 21, 22 years, man. And it really sucks. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm low-key still not over it. It's just like the game, the game of football without Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Just, it's not going to be the same without him for me, man. Like, of course, I I still got my Pat Rice, you know. If they if they make the right move and still re-sign or franchise tag J.C. Jackson, I don't know what we're doing with that. But that's that's another story for a different day. This is about Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. And, like, it uh, it just sucks, man, because I don't even know. I don't got a favorite player no more. So I that's why I'm glad I'm just a fan of the a fan of the game of football because just just man, just the game without him, bro. It's not gonna never be. It's never gonna be the same for me. And my boy Gronk gonna be gone soon. And my boy Edelman retires. It was like my favorite trio players of all time is just gone. But I uh, love my boy Brady, man. He coming out with a, a movie. About uh, he coming out with a movie basically about the Super Bowl comeback or whatever. So shout out to him for making those strides already. We got the Brady brand out there, so everybody go support that. Even though you know the prices might be you know outrageous, I still might support. You now you got the TB12 brand, man. So continue to support. I'm gonna continue to support my boy with anything he do outside of the game of football. But the game of football won't be the same without you, my boy. So, Tom, I love you, man. Good luck in retirement. Tell Gis- Giselle and the kids I said what's up. And that's it. <laughs> hey, shout P- out Appreciate them for holding it down, too, Giselle. Appreciate you for holding it down, for real. <laughs> shout out to the football goat, Tom Brady, there, man. Uh, I got shout out to uh, Justin Wright at North Carolina Central and IP Isaac Parson at Winston-Salem State University, man. Two HBCU players doing their things this year. Uh, Winston at the CIAA tournament this week up in Baltimore. You can watch it on the ESPN Family and Networks this year, which is pretty dope. Uh, Jay Wright doing his thing for Central, man. Lavelle Moton and the Eagles looking pretty good again this year, so maybe they'll get another NCAA tournament bid here, man. So shout out to Jay Wright and IP, man. They both doing their things at that respect of HBCUs. Yeah, man. Shout out my boy Smooth Operator, Jay Wright, man. And IP for making that all-rookie team, the CIAA, man. It's always great to see our two five boys, you know, doing doing great things, man. It, may, it, may, it makes you feel real proud, man. Two five worldwide, man. You already know what it is. You know what time it is. Two five worldwide, man. But shout out to the boys, man. Hopefully get y'all boys on the podcast soon. Real big fans of both of y'all, man. And everybody, for real, for real. But yeah, shout, shout out to the boy. Yes, sir. All right, that's a wrap for another episode of the 2412 Pod. We'll be back with y'all week after next. Now, man, the football season I'm with, so we'll be doing it you know, every other week until the NBA playoffs start. Um, but we'll be back better than ever for the next episode. So, as usual, you already know what to do. Follow us on all our social media platforms at 2412 Pod on IG, Twitter, TikTok, soon to be Facebook. Uh, so, it's your boy Jalen signing out. It's your boy Keetwan, aka Massa, man. Again, Tom, I love you. It's Brady Boys forever, man. And we out this thing. Game. Deuces.